To see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of what I believe to be an early morning sunrise over a farm somewhere along the way on my wife's morning compute to work comes to us from my phone's photo archives as I saved it back on April 12th. And as of this morning, its origin is still in question as I have absolutely no degree of certainty that A, that it was taken and shared by my wife or from some other friend, or B, it is a photo of a sunrise or a sunset. No, I think that's a sunset, right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, whether it's a sunrise or a sunset, I share it because uh, uh, because it's naturally beautiful, and I love how the clouds are above the sun, forming a triangular heavenly teepee that encapsulates the sky and as the sun as a fire base, uh, a base fire, or whatever. This heavenly tabernacle or tent of meeting reminds me of two things. Uh, because I am currently at my countryside home enjoying the company of my beloved wedded wife, it reminds me of the ideal Christian marriage, where husband and wife are gathered together uh, with God as their vocal point of worship, purpose, and direction, as the Lord is the one who establishes the standards of their marriage covenant. When a husband and a wife are equally seeking the Lord and His will for their individual lives, and obey to... Uh, agree to obey the commandments that the Lord puts forth in his word for husbands and wives, they naturally will draw closer together and have peace and harmony as each party will seek to love and serve the other as an expression of not only their love for one another, but as an expression of their love and obedience to the Lord and as a confirmation of their individual identity in Christ. Did you know being a good husband or wife was a spiritual practice? It is, and if you are married, your role as a husband or wife isn't just a duty, it's part of your identity and purpose in Christ. Anyway, the second thing that, uh, that today's photo of what I see to be a heavenly tabernacle reminds me of is the church, that body of Christ that often meets in buildings with steeples that literally point to the heavens and usually have a cross at the top to remind people of Christ's sacrifice and to encourage people to put their faith in him. Uh, this morning I have a whole mashup melody of musical theater and <laughs> theatrical moments in my mind as the consideration of today's photo, marriage, and the church have bounced around my mind as I reflect on my walk, things happening in my life right now, and the mystery of how the church and individual come together has my thoughts spinning as I considered the paradoxes and expectations of a life of Christian discipleship. And considering the individual and the church, a whole cavalcade of questions and concerns regarding the various aspects at play in that dynamic came to the forefront of my mind. And in, regard, in regards to the church, different types of buildings, forms of worship, traditions, and denominations are all out there for us to choose from. What the church means to one person can be completely different to someone else. Just a few options for your church include steeple versus no steeple, conservative or liberal, Bible only or Bible and church tradition, liturgical versus non-liturgical, pipe organ, choirs or contemporary worship music, women preachers or no women preachers, 
denomination or non-denominational or gifts of the Spirit or not so much. Just these op options alone can make your head spin and are a perfect reason for the unbelieving masses to question the Christian faith. But I would challenge those who would say that agreeing to become a Christian means a loss of freedom because obviously with all the possible combinations of these variables, there is actually great freedom in how one decides to worship as a Christian that can accommodate your personal convictions and preferences. And that is what, uh, what it comes down to, right? It comes down to your personal relationship with the Lord and how you choose to worship the Lord. As individuals endowed with the freedom to choose what we believe and what we do, as much as we like to rely on the church to determine our life of faith, it really is our decision and how we will express our life of faith that will determine the relationship we have with the Lord. As I consider the idea of coming together as a body of believers, I thought of that uh, that old Haley Mills song, Let's Get Together, from Disney's The Parent Trap, uh, that says, let's get together, yeah, 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 think of all that we could share, let's get together every day, every day and everywhere, and though we haven't got a lot, we could be sharing all we've got together. Let's get together as the body of Christ, as a body of believers, think of all that we could share air, right? Um, coming together to support one another and our faith with common traditions and forms of worship is a good thing. But I have to be honest when I say that sometimes our expectations of what we will receive from membership with a church can be challenged as our interactions may be less than ideal or loving as we hoped for, as people will invariably disappoint one another from time to time. And if we aren't growing in our practice of forgiveness and cultivating the fruit of patience, we could easily become offended or disillusioned at some of the things that can happen in a church. When I thought of that Haley Mills song, For the Life of Me, I thought the lyrics said somewhere, um, let's get together, yeah, 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 we could have lots of fun. <laughs> but they don't. And <laughs> just like how I could be wrong about how I thought I had a perfect old pop culture reference from my memories to poke fun at our gatherings as a church, our expectations uh, for a perfect church family could, where we can, can be completely fulfilled and satisfied in our walk of faith, could also be misguided and incorrect. Expecting others to bless us or to give us what we need in terms of our relationship with God is a tall order for anyone to fulfill and reveals a misunderstanding of our faith. Expecting another person, a member of clergy, a pastor, elder, or a friend, or a whole collection of others, the corporate body of believers gathered together in unity, to provide you with satisfaction and purpose reflects a fundamental misunderstanding of, our, of what our faith is. A personal relationship with God. So yes, we should follow a spiritual leader for regular sessions of worship, and we should join a corporate body of believers to support and encourage one another in our faith, but we can't expect that leader or our brothers and sisters in Christ to establish and maintain your personal relationship with the Lord. So yes, <laughs> there are many options of how we can worship the Lord in a corporate setting. And it may be a little scary to contemplate. Organizations, denominations, and congregations, oh my. But we should humble ourselves and choose one where the word of God is tr 
preached and decide to worship and serve there faithfully. But we shouldn't expect our membership in that church to completely fulfill our relationship with God. To be honest, we can't have a true personal relationship with God through these means. Sure, we can worship and serve the Lord there, but think about your relationship with God like it is was a relationship with your spouse. Expecting your relationship with God to be complete through your local church alone is like deciding to have a relationship with your wife through her father. I love my wife, Tammy Lynn, and I want a personal relationship with her. Now, her father, Cliff, has known Tammy Lynn all her life. He loves her and knows a lot about her. I could go to Cliff and learn many things about Tammy Lynn, and together we could give thanks and praise her at Cliff's house. We could even agree to get together once a week to remember the things Tammy Lynn has said and done in her life and to declare our love for her. Through this process, I can learn about, uh, uh, a lot about Tammy Lynn and grow in my love for her. Uh, I could even ask Cliff to tell his daughter that I love her for me. Um, but would this process of loving my wife through her father at his house be the best way to be in a personal relationship with Tammy Lynn? Wouldn't it be better for me to establish and maintain a relationship with Tammy Lynn by myself, without an outside party to bring us together, without a formal structure that takes place once a week to show her my love? Shouldn't I talk to Tammy Lynn directly? Of course I should. And likewise, our relationship with God was never intended to oper operate solely through the service of an ordained minister or even through the corporate gathering of a like-minded body of believers. Our relationship with God can include these things, but to really receive his love and express our love for him, we need to go to him directly. So start today, or keep walking and talking with God. That the mystery of our faith and our purpose in Christ can be unraveled as long as we seek God's presence in our lives and ask him to guide us where we should go continually. Although I may have felt nervous and uncomfortable in my initial attempts to talk to Tammy Lynn, and believe me, I was, it was easier with time and as we got to know one another and we understood that we loved one another. Well, God loves you. He sent Jesus to earth to show us how much he wanted to be with us. He revealed the truth of the gospel to forgive you, to heal you, and to live with you forever. So no matter how uncomfortable or nervous you may be about talking to God or in prayer, remember that the Lord has already accepted you and he wants your love for him to increase and for your personal relationship to grow. So let the Lord know that you appreciate what he has done and that you don't want to just see him once a week at a church. Tell him you aren't really sure how this works, but that you want to know him more and to be with him every day. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. This morning's meditation verse is Isaiah 57:15, and it says, The high and lofty one who lives in eternity, the holy one, says this, I live in the high and holy place with those whose spirits are contrite and humble. I restore the crushed spirit of the humble and revive the courage of those with repent repentant hearts. Today's Bible verse reminds us of the exalted status of the Lord Almighty, but also shows us that he, he is love because he restores the broken when they humbly come to him in repentance. The Lord is high and lifted up. 
The heavenly realm is who knows where. I have actually seen a Christ, uh, seen Christian teachings that utilize astronomy and scripture to show how the positioning of various stars, coupled with certain Bible verses, led the presenter to believe that heaven was somewhere in the north of the universe. Apparently, others were, were more specific and theorized that heaven is located in the star clusters Pleiades. Um, I'll just let that go, <laughs> because I don't know, and it doesn't really matter where heaven might be located, because no matter where it is, I am assured that those who put their faith in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and who die before his return to earth, are guaranteed to find it someday. As good as it is to know that Christians will never really die, because to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord, it is also very good to know that God is present with us in the here and now, through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, and through the utilization of the wisdom of the Word of God. God is with us. And as today's verse indicates, although he is in the high and holy place with those whose spirits are contrite and humble, he is also willing to restore the crushed spirit of the humble and revive the courage of those who come to him with repentant hearts. God will restore us, give us courage when we turn from our sins and choose to live according to his wisdom and ways. Our relationship with the Lord God Almighty, who is high and lifted up, is happening here on earth. And we get to experience the joy of being restored, strengthened, and empowered when we choose to follow his will and his purpose for our lives. As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today, we continue sharing from John Piper's Don't Waste Your Life. And uh, today, um, he, he shares sections that say, I live for your progress and joy and faith. Uh, the Christian life is many deaths and pain and pleasure as, as ways to make much of Christ. Um, and how we handle loss shows what our treasure is. So, uh, those those topics sound interesting. Uh, they're all short sections on uh, that are shared from Piper's book, Don't Waste Your Life, uh, that we share on the blog today. So, go to mtforchrist.org, and you'll be able to read uh, what John Piper has to say about all that. Um, well, it's Saturday, and like I said, I am here at my countryside home. I forgot my microphone, so if I sound different, I'm speaking through my laptop's mic, so I don't know um, how I sound today, but uh, I hope you hear my voice, and I hope you hear that I wish you a happy Saturday and a happy Sunday. Uh, tomorrow, my wife is uh, going to be baptized at our church, as she was only baptized as a baby, uh, and uh, has decided to obey what the Word of God says uh, in terms of being baptized, uh, being fully immersed, uh, just like Jesus was fully baptized. And uh, I couldn't be happier about her decision to go deeper into her faith to make that commitment, um, you know, and to show the world that, you know, she is a Christian who believes what the Bible has to say about our faith and uh, wants to, you know, show her faith. Uh, she shared a post on Facebook all about it yesterday, and I was very proud um, that Tammy Lynn is my wife and that her faith is strong and growing um, as we grow, to, uh, you know, st strong in our marriage and our love for one another as we both are pursuing 
God's will for our lives uh, individually and as a couple. And, um, you know, it's really uh, the Christian marriage that I always wanted. And I'm very happy to be living it. So I pray that um, you and uh, I pray that for those of you married, that you're both pursuing the Lord and um, that you can take steps to, 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 you know, to make faith part of your relationship. Um, uh, marriage with, with God in the middle of it is really how we're supposed to live. And it's not about two people trying to, to win, uh, to win out in their agenda. Um, you know, one person wins over the other, but it's supposed to be about two people coming together to love one another in the presence of the Lord. Um, took me a long time to learn that, but, uh, now that I have it, I'm going to, I'm going to practice it because that's what the word of God says. Our husbands are to love, love their wives like uh, Christ loved the church. That's a, that's a tall order and, uh, a, a great, a great goal for our lives as husbands and, uh, wives are to respect their husbands. I don't know the wives versus <laughs> as well. Uh, you know, they apply to the other person. So I trust Tammy Lynn's study in those and learning those. And, uh, you know, we'll both use the word of God to guide us in our marriage and in our lives. And uh, we pray uh, that that's what you're doing. Uh, we we thank we are very thankful for people who are joining us on this walk in the spirit. Uh, who've decided that you know uh, once a week at church really isn't enough for my personal relationship with the Lord. That um, God has a will and a purpose for me that lies beyond the four four walls of the church. And uh, I want to express my love for Him every day of my life in some way, uh, even if it's just to humbly acknowledge Him to let people know that I'm a Christian and uh, they can come to me uh, for the answers uh, for life and death and everything in between um, because the wisdom's in the word and all I got to do is point to that it's not what MT says it's uh, what the word of God says and uh, there's great you know being able to point to the word of God isn't you know isn't passing the buck it's it's uh, pointing to the truth and um, we can live by that truth because the one who wrote it is faithful. Um, and, uh, you know, life is good in, in, in Christ. Um, so no matter what comes, life is good in Christ because we have the, uh, the abundant promises of life everlasting and uh, the, that fruit of the Spirit grows when you walk in the Spirit. So we encourage that here on the podcast um, by sharing our discipleship classes of study. Uh, from 2021, they were uh, Victory Over the Darkness, The Bondage Breaker, and Freedom in Christ. They're, those teachings are available both on the podcast and on our YouTube channel. Don't know where our YouTube channel is? Go to mtforchrist.org, and there is a link for it on every pod, uh, on every uh, on every blog post, um, so you can find it. You can find where our podcast is too. Um, we also revere the Word of God. We love to study it and see what it means, and you know, unravel. Uh, what the word means for us and teaches us, and we do that once a week by um, uh, having a Bible study with our friends Arthur and Susanna Sincotti, and we share those on the pod, uh, those Bible studies on the podcast. The outlines are on the blog, and um, we're also sharing them on YouTube, um, and we're sharing the video sessions of those that we started in in December, um, slowly un uh, unpacking them. Um, Due to my time constraints and technical difficulties, I'm just I've decided to release the video, the the live videos uh, every week, and to uh, release an archive video once a week. You know, to to put them out there 
uh, sort of a Sunday Bible study and a mid midweek Bible study. Um, or I might get ambitious and upload them all, but for now I just uploaded one, the, the first study which we did on Zoom. Um, you know, don't deny the power. Um, so if you want to check that out, that's on YouTube. You can see us, uh, what we looked like back in December anyway, and uh, hear what we had to say about that. We love you guys. Uh, we thank you, and we love the Lord. Uh, we uh, So let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this day of rest for me, uh, as I don't have any work to do, and I get to bask, and uh, uh, who knows, whatever I decide to do probably will include some study. Um of, of the word um, already has actually, and uh, we'll 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 probably go into other materials to learn more about you, Lord, and work just to relax, uh, Lord. We just thank you for the goodness of our lives, the fact that we have health when many others are suffering. So we we pray for those who need healing, Lord, that they would receive it, um, that you would be with them in their struggles, no matter what they may be, uh, physical, financial, our health. Um, we know you. You're the one who can guide us at all times and in all circumstances. We pray for the people listening, Lord, that they be blessed and encouraged in their walk of faith um, to, you know, examine their lives and to apply the Word of God and, and uh, to to the way they live. Um, Lord, we thank you for the people that are faithful to listen and faithful to follow you. And uh, as much as it is about our personal relationship, we, 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 we acknowledge how important the body of Christ is to, you know, to our faith and to our uh, to our mental and spiritual health, um, it's good not to be all alone in this thing, and uh, we thank you for them, and of course we thank you for your presence, uh, the Holy Spirit in us to guide us and to uh, show us the way. Uh, Lord, we pray for you to be with us today and go before us, open our eyes to the things of beauty in the world, and for the things we need to know. And uh, Lord, we just we. We pray for you to go before us and lead us into the good things you want us to do. All these things we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.